No need to whine and shiny blues up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello, everyone. Happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Lily, it's... what. <laughs> No need to watch. <laughs> no need to watch. No need to watch. over here to try to get this to work tonight and he says the title might be wrong i just fixed it oh never mind he fixed it so he's hard at work tonight i'm putting him to work uh the technical master behind the scenes is gonna come on over i don't know about master but i try oh uh, well i had the pleasure of getting to talk to Deva Del Porto today for my yeah, podcast. That was awesome. And the reason I'm telling you this, not only is she amazing, go look up my life suckers if you don't know who I'm talking about and laugh with her because her songs and dances are just so fun and we all need to laugh right now. And the reason I'm bringing her up, besides the fact that I loved talking to her, is that she was telling me that she does so much of her own stuff. And I just want to say, again, publicly, and I will text and email all of them, that Seth and his team do (laughs) so much for me. Like, I try to do the creative stuff, and I try to do the content stuff, and then they take it and do their thing. Yes, your job is just to be the talent. uh, So I'm so thankful. I can't imagine having to do all of the behind the scenes work. So thank you, honey. You're welcome, sweetie. And I'm sorry it took you like three tries to get this. Listen, I learned the lesson. I am going to check the streaming key and API interface before any time before we go live. I had this issue the last two days in my office until I finally figured it out that I've got to check it every single time. Okay, well, we learned something. We did learn something. So it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. And Lily and I just played bingo with her school. So kudos to the PTA for that awesome creative Zoom event. Uh, It was a lot of fun. And I hope that people are finding ways like that to get together, even if the whole school is virtual, it worked and it was, t- and Lily was so excited and it was so much fun. So thank yes, you to her school. it sounded like you guys were actually having a fun time together. Oh my God, 
Yes. What are the, how does that happen? Well, so it brings me, okay, I'm going to tell you our topic and I'm going to tell you how it relates to what how it I'm relates. saying. <laughs> well, and you're going to be proud of me because, okay, so Seth attended a four-day Tony Robbins virtual seminar. Unleash the Power Within virtual. And 15 hours a day. And he said to me, do you want to do this four-day event with me? And I was like, what are you smoking? <laughs> so I totally forgot. First of all, he did ask me to attend with him. And second of all, I totally forgot about it until he said, oh, I'm home the next four days. I'm going to do the seminar from the kitchen. And I'm going to... That's not what I originally said. I said I was going to do the oh, seminar from yes, home. Yes, yes. So that because it starts at nine in the morning and goes till midnight, I'm yeah. not going to be at work at the office till midnight. So I figured I'd do it from home. And then you said, I said, uh, stay in the kitchen with me so that I can listen because I had totally forgotten about it. Didn't know why he was home, and I realized that I didn't sign up because I am the woman who makes things like this happen for Seth. So my goal over the next- You make it possible. Yes. My goal over the next four days was to make sure that he could attend as much as he could because he's also going to teach it at his mastermind event, which we will tell you about in case you want to attend. Yes. So I wanted him to attend and I wanted to hear as much as I could. So I did not attend- I was in the kitchen. So by instead of sitting with headphones, I had a big speaker, a big speaker attached and cranked it up so that she could hear it while doing her life. So kudos to Tony Robbins and his team for having how many people on Zoom? Like 40,000. 40,000 people. So I learned a lot by standing in the kitchen and doing my normal routine and running Listening. through the house. And I was in and out a lot. So I did not pick up on everything, but I wanted to share with you. I did write a blog that went live today. So you can feel free to read more thoroughly some of the lessons that I learned, but I'm going to tell you about some of them. And I'm going to tell you how it applies to my day today, because Tony talks so much about what you focus on. And I can't sit here and choose to focus on all of the hard stuff that was today. Because let me tell you, a lot of challenges. it was not an easy day. And someone was very challenging. <laughs> not me. I wasn't here. <laughs> you weren't even here. But I want you to know that venting to you over text message like it makes me feel supported. Okay, so, so that's good to know and good for me to hear because I had to do some of my own focused work because you kept sending me these text messages <laughs> and I was trying to work. Okay, well, and no, just, no, no. just and ignore then, it. No, and then part of me was, I first I started to get mad going, I can't do anything right now. Why is she telling, she could tell me later. And then I had to do my own focus work and realize you were doing it because you needed to vent as opposed to, let's say, yelling at a person. You were venting to me via text message and I needed to be supportive and hear that as opposed to thinking you were, you know, interrupting me or something like that. And so I had to rechange my thoughts. You don't have to respond. You don't have to read it. When you have time, read it and send a supportive response. But you don't have to interrupt your day. Just set, just venting to him. But anyways, I'm totally getting off. You topic. are, you are. Kelly and Eliza, say hi. Hi, hi, ladies. So, what we focus on. He talks about three decisions that we make during our days. Okay, what are we going to focus on 
What does it mean to us? And what am I going to do? Okay, so I just want to use today as an example, and I want you to help me through this, that I realized how happy I was before this started. And I realized <laughs> that- Like I was happy when I got home and then I walked through the door and in five minutes, I was like, man, I wanted to stay happy and I'm letting you ruin my mood. Well, don't let me. I was leaving. I, you know what? I screwed up because when Seth walked through the door, I haven't done this since they were babies. But when Seth walked through the door, I was like, I'm leaving. It's going to be quick. I'm going to make a cookie drop off for Girl Scouts. I'm going to be by myself for 10 minutes and I'll be back and I will reset. And it didn't happen. Um, but we did take a walk and reset. And I did reset yes, on our except walk. except you took somebody with you okay. on the walk. Okay, don't get off topic. Sorry. So I realized before this vlog that I was so happy. And the reason why I was so happy was because I was focusing on all the awesome things that happened today. My brain was honing in on the happiness. And I was like, oh my God, I got to talk to Deva and that was so much fun. And it was so beautiful outside. We live in Buffalo, New York. It has been freezing. And we, it, it was like 60, 60 degrees today, like 64. And um, Lil Lily or Ella was like, how come? we're wearing shorts and t-shirts and it feels hot like summer. And I said, cause your blood has been so used to the freezing cold that this is like amazing. So it was sunny and beautiful. And I took two walks and I soaked up the sun and I did bingo with Lily and we were giggling and having bonding time together. That was good time together. And I realized that I could have been focusing on our fighting today and her not listening to me and whatever was going wrong, but I totally wasn't. I was focusing on the good and it just meant that it made me so happy versus sad and upset right now while I was talking to you. Yes. Okay. So, so it's not a really good example to follow these three decisions, but what am I going to do about it? I am going to keep focusing on good things and I am going to, what else am I going to do? Well, you it's, forgot, well, you got to assign yes. what value it means. So you could say what it, you could have texted me and I didn't respond and you could have said he's ignoring me and been mad yeah, at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could have said he's probably working and he'll get back to me when he can. And I'm so glad that he's out there helping provide for us. In which case, then you would have had a different emotional experience. Well, and and this is a really good chance for me to tell Seth and to tell all of you that what it means for when I send Seth a text needing to vent when he's at work, I have assigned the value and the decision that I know he has like 12 meetings a day, sometimes more than that. So I don't ever expect a response. I just know that sometimes I just need to text send him. Send it out. I just need to send it out into the universe and get it off of me. And I'm not trying to give it to him. He can reject it. He doesn't even have to read it. But me just getting it out, just me getting it out of my system, I have decided that just getting it out helps me. That's so awesome. These I are, did not know that. So these are all decisions and you can assign any value you want to things. And Tony was giving so many examples of ways that we can make decisions that go in good or bad directions to make us feel good or bad. And he also said that not making a decision is also a direction. Yes. Which I'm very good at that. Yes, you are. <laughs>
That is see, that's a challenge. Oh my god! I you avoid making a decision and thus force someone else to make it. You know what? That is a whole topic. Yes, I can write we about this another that. week. That's another week because one of the things that. I feel like I have strengths. I could tell you my strengths, but I will tell you that one of my weaknesses is I feel like I could be a more decisive person. And I think it draw it. And one of the things that Seth said to me was, I want you to be decisive. <laughs> yes, you don't have to be right. You just have to be decisive. Well, you can always change directions. It's hard, it's easier it's to momentum. change direction yes. than it is to get started yes. going in a direction. Yes, yes. Okay, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> So I love these three questions that we learned and I just love assigning like a value to these questions every day that we can ask ourselves to increase our happiness. Okay. And chime in yep. and whenever you want. Yep. So question number one is, do you focus on what you can control or what you can't control? That was his question. Number one that we ask ourselves. Number two, do you focus on what you have or what it, what you are missing? And number three nope, is, do you focus on the past, the present, or the future? And I love these three questions because if we focus on what we have and what we can control and the present moment, you you if you just work on those three things, you will see that your happiness will skyrocket. Yes, because if you're in the past or you're in the future, those are what causes stress and anxiety. Oh my gosh, yes. And I always tell myself that the past is over and the future hasn't happened. And that, you know, in our mindfulness journey, everyone's talking about mindfulness. It's about being present focused. And um, I was evaluating myself today as I was going over these questions. And I think that I'm good at realizing what I can and can and can't control, which we will talk about. I think that I'm good at remembering the gratitude and what I have. And I think the one that I need to work on the most is staying in the moment. Yeah. For me. So you agree with my I assessment. I agree with your self-assessment. Okay. Do you want to say your assessment or do you want me to move on? No, my assessment of you. Agree. No, oh. of you. Your assessment of you with these three questions. So yes, I was working, I have been working on more what value I assign to things because I, I caught myself once or twice in the last couple of days starting to get annoyed at something at work. And in my head, I was like, oh, just fix it and leave me alone. Like, you don't need me for this. And like, why do you talk to me about that? Just don't tell me the baby, the labor story. Just show me the baby. Um, so I had to say, hey, is this really what you want to focus on? Is this really the value you want to assign to this? Is that going to serve you? In every case, the answer was no, it wasn't helping the situation. I had to change how I looked at it. And then magically the situation does change. Well, and I love that example, but I'm asking you about the three questions. Can, oh, okay. Can't. Sorry. So can you, still can you assess yes. yourself with these three questions? Yes. I usually focus on what I can control. I usually focus on what I've got. Um, and I'm, any anxiety I ever experience comes from future focus. I tend not to be in the past much at all. I am usually present yeah. or trying to pull myself into it from the future. Really good, really good assessment. And I think that, you know, someone was talking to me about their kid and their child learning about what can you control and what can't you control. And 
we've had a lot of conversations about that recently about, okay, we can't control what people say to you, but we can control your reaction. We can control how you handle it. We can control what you do, but we can't control other people. Correct. And I can't control the school district. I can't tell the school district to send my kids back to school. <laughs> Would you like some of your wine, honey? <laughs> um, Anyways, I can't control the CDC guidelines. Right, I can right, only right. realize, you know, I have control over how I'm handling it, how my family's handling it. I honestly have looked at a lot of the blessings because Monday and Tuesday when my kids go to school is exhausting. The whole the whole morning process, oh, the right. whole after school crankiness, like they have no school stamina. So I have focused on the fact that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is a little. Yes, your mornings are easier. Your afternoons are easier. It's a big middle part that gets a lot harder because they're here. <laughs> it's Except hard. for Max, his doesn't change. It's harder to get stuff done, but yes. okay, we're going to move on. Yes. So. He talked a lot, Tony talked a lot about big actions, getting big results, and the fact that hard is good and that easy doesn't really take us anywhere. And I was like, hard is good. Like, I was like embracing it. Choose the good hard. Choose the good hard. Well, and he was saying, like, it's hard to be fat. It's there's hard parts. I shouldn't say fat. It's hard to be overweight. You got to do the work to be overweight. Well, and, oh. and there's physical ailments and True, blah, 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 and medical problems. And it's hard to be thin to, yeah, you know, you to be thin, you have to work. I mean, you have to work really hard to stay fit. And he talks about athletes and how hard they work. And I was thinking about the fact that I will, and you can probably relate to this. I will do something small and I will be like, the scale's not going down. I worked out for a day. <laughs> I didn't lose 10 pounds. What the heck? Well, not a not day. I work out a lot, actually. But, you know, we just need to sew my mouth shut. <laughs> Whole other topic. Right, yeah, we'll talk about what you're focusing on there <laughs> and what that means. <laughs> okay, I'm totally kidding around. But... <laughs> so, you know, he talked about the fact that we see the success. We see people's success. We see the final results, but we didn't see what it took for them to get there. The we didn't years see to be an overnight the, success. their failures. We didn't see them trying and trying again. And I use the example of Kara Harvey in my blog. And Kara is a um, mommy uh, coach. She's a coach for moms. She has a podcast, The Purpose Driven Mom. And she does so many things. I can't list everything that Kara does. It just keeps building because there's momentum. And I was listening to her podcast and she was talking about the fact that people will say to her, well, how did you get here? She's making six figures. She's doing amazing. And she's like, you know, nobody knows. And, you know, I'm, she's like, I'm going to tell you now, but nobody knows the backstory, it's you know? Terrible. The, the beginning when I wasn't making a lot of money and I was trying to learn everything and I was trying to do everything myself and I wasn't outsourcing anything and I was overwhelmed and, you know, she just, she took us through her story and her years and how she got to where she is today. And I think that, you know, we see all these people doing so fabulous, but we don't see the process. So we have to remember that there's a process to get where we want to get. And he was just, he's so 
motivating. I mean, don't you want to just like go do something? When you, <laughs> you did a lot. <laughs> I've been doing things. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I, you know, you probably know by now that I'm an emotional person. He talked a lot about the fact that we're enough, how we are today. Yes. And it makes me sad when I hear people say like, when I'm thinner, when I'm, you know, more successful, when I make more money, when I have children, I'll like happy. I'll be enough, I'll be happy when, when, when. But like, how about today? How about we realize we're enough today with, you know, what we did or didn't do or, you know, what we have or don't have. And he talked so much about just embracing yourself and having the self-love and that you're enough. And I was like, oh my gosh, I guess I need to listen to him every day. <laughs> I have an app where you can. <laughs> well, kudos to him for being so motivating because I was very motivated. I got to keep it going. Yes. And he would be the first person to say he's not a motivational speaker. Oh, geez. Well, what is, what is he, a coach? What he says is he? he's a strategist. He says he gives people the strategies they need to get to where they want to go. Okay. Well, he's good at his job. Yes. And okay. Let's talk about suffering. And <laughs> he talked a lot about suffering because he genuinely wants to help people to not suffer and to feel good and to be happy. And his number, his number one, okay, I'm sorry. His number one way to reduce your suffering was to tell us that as soon as we get outside of ourselves, so depression and suffering tends to be very self-focused. And when we get outside of ourselves and we focus on other people, we reduce our suffering, which, you know, I, I love thinking that way. And I love reminding myself of that. If we wallow in our sorrows, we're going to feel terrible. And you see people out there helping others and worrying about other people. And then you get outside of yourself. But he took it further because he really wants to help people reduce suffering. And he took us through an exercise that was so helpful because it was about changing our patterns. And he said, what are the two emotions? I'm trying to think how, what are the two emotions that make you suffer the most? What are your two favorite flavors of suffering? <laughs> so I labeled, bless you. I labeled anger is overwhelmed a feeling, anger and overwhelmed is what I picked. I don't know that overwhelmed is a feeling, but those are the two, wouldn't you say, Seth, that those are the two that make me those are, yes. suffer the most? Yes, those would be your two biggest ones. Right, yes. so he talked about like, what is your trigger? What gets you to that place? And for me, you know, Seth and I recently had a conversation about this and he didn't really know this, that I go to an angry, overwhelmed place when I feel alone with my load. Like, yes. like I have to do all of this and I don't think about us as a team sometimes. And I don't think about the three kids who could help me and I get, you know, buried is probably the word. So he said, you know, identify when this happens. And one of the things is, you know, even just like leaving the house and going in a million directions and, he was like, interrupt the pattern. And he used the funniest example. And he talked about people like losing his money, like a lot of money. And he said that he 
used to get furious, like just like super angry at these people. Like how on earth, I mean, he used swear words, which I'm not going to swear right now, but how on earth did you lose all that money? And he said, get silly, get curious, change the pattern. So he started making silly faces and saying, I'm really curious. So where am I half a million dollars? <laughs> where, where could that money have gone? And he just changed. He said he used to say, what the F? and get really pissed. And he said, just changing it to, I'm really curious about that with like a silly face. You know, I mean, I don't know who could do that about that much money, right? But for me, I didn't write down my example, but I wrote about it and it was something along the lines of, who wants to help me? Yes, <laughs> I remember that, that was a good one. Right, it was just something like, instead of feeling alone and overwhelmed, yes. I can turn to my family and be silly and be like, who wants to help? First person to help gets a prize. Oh, I like, see, you're good at that. Seth gets silly and you have fun with them. And I need to do that more. Yes. Do you want to do your example? Well, it's on a separate topic. Oh, what, you go ahead. What do okay. you want to say? So one of the things I wanted to share is uh, Tony's step, three steps to lasting change. Mm. Number one, you have to get enough leverage to want to change. You have to be disturbed enough. People don't necessarily change because they're happy. You have to have enough pain to motivate you to do something. Then you've got to interrupt the pattern like Rebecca was talking about, but it's not just enough to interrupt it. You've got to replace it with a new empowering pattern and reinforce that pattern over and over and over again until the old one is gone and your default is your new empowering pattern. Yes, and I remember counseling people and being taught that it was like 300, it might even be more, my memory might be wrong, but it was like 300 repetitions to really get something. So it's like, we think that we do th something a couple of times and it becomes a pattern, but it takes a lot of practice. Yes. Wouldn't you say? Yes, absolutely. So can we end with the six needs? Yes. Because I can only imagine how long we have taken because this is such a good topic. 30 minutes. Uh, we're good. <laughs> We got time for the six human needs. Lily is like, what, you're doing the seminar? <laughs> Don't worry, we're not going to do 15, 30, 60 hours. We're going to do 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, so Tony talked about our six, and he says they're certainty, variety, significance, connection, growth, and contribution. And I'm not going to give it justice. He talked about it for hours. hours. So you can totally... I mean, we recommend his seminar. Absolutely. You can totally sign up and attend virtually if you have four free days from your children. I'm just kidding. I know you don't. But I also realized that I made excuses. Yeah. And I could have said to the kids, listen, this means a lot to me. So I'm going to do this for four days and I'm going to listen as much as I can. So we'll give you breakfast, lunch, and dinner <laughs> and you're on your own for a lot of the rest. So I realized that I can tend to make excuses to not do something that's important. So you do do that. I need to find ways to make it happen. Yes. So he basically talked about, are you fulfilling your needs? Like take a look at these needs, see how you're fulfilling them and see how you can make yourself feel more fulfilled and happy. Yeah, he said to rate how you're doing on each one on a scale of one to 10 and then put them in order. And he said, if you told him the order of which of importance they were to you, he could tell you pretty much everything going on in your life. And then is that the order you actually want them to be in? Do you want significance, feeling important to be number one, 
Or do you want love and connection to be number one? And by changing the order in which you place importance on those needs, you can totally change your life. Absolutely. And I want to tell everyone that something that made me feel very sad was when he said that people get the most significance from talking to people about their problems. And I was like, oh my God, that's like terrible. And he said, we also get variety by having Different a multitude problems. of problems. But I'm gonna tell you my top two needs and then Seth, you can share or not share. Okay. But you don't have to, but I'm gonna share. Mine are pretty obvious. And I think you identified them before I did, but I think we agreed. Yes. Uh, I would say that for me, and I want you to, to take time and think about what your top two needs are and how you could make yourself happier by fulfilling them more. But my number one, without even thinking much, is connection and love. I am a people pe person. I need people. I need love. I need to feel connected. I feel like I'm here on this earth to connect with people and to love people. And it's like number one to me. And I find it in so, I find it in such a variety of ways. And I feel super fulfilled in that number one need. Awesome. Yes. Glad I'm helping you. My there. husband, my kids, my, you know, our Someone parents, our friends. I mean, we have, we're, we're blessed with a wonderful village of people. Yes. And my number two I would say is contribution. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, would you pick something else for me? No, I just, I, I hadn't Had thought I, about it. Oh, maybe we only talked about number one. We only, you and I only talked about your number one. Yeah. Well, and I realized looking at these, number one was obvious. Number two, I had to think about for a minute, but I realized that I feel I'm contributing in so yeah. many ways. You're always volunteering. Well, You're always helping people. <laughs> You're always giving back. It's yep. not even what I was going to say, but that's part of it. So the piece to it was volunteering at school. The piece to it is doing the work and the social work. And But I feel like I contribute by being your wife. You do. I feel like I contribute by being their mother. Like, I feel like I'm contributing in a multitude of ways. And I think that's part of why I picked social work. So yeah, I feel, I would tell you. That would you, satisfy your need for connection and contribution. And I would tell you that I feel super fulfilled in my top two needs. Awesome. What about you? So I, I'm, I'm not as altruistic as my wonderful wife. Um, and depending <laughs> on the period of life that we're in, um, my top two were significance in love. And the times I place significance ahead of love uh, you, is when... Uh, maybe my love interest is perhaps not as happy about that. So I revise them to put love first and growth is number two because I'm always learning. I'm always listening to something. I'm always watching something. I'm always trying to learn more and grow as a person, husband, father, entrepreneur. And I realize that significance comes out of, can, can come out of the growth. And if I focus on the growth, then that's positive and beneficial for others as opposed to just focusing on the significance, which is just about making me feel important. So I'm super excited about the, I, I have been focusing on the growth side as opposed to significance and I can already see a change. I want to tell you how just those two sentences, the whole seminar was worth it. The whole seminar, like to hear you say that, no, I'm we haven't like, talked about this. We he has not shared with me, and I put him on the spot. I didn't. You didn't. You never have to share. I understand that. <laughs> I was saving most of my stuff for our mastermind, oh, where we're going to teach it. But no, my audience doesn't necessarily all watch your show, so yes. I'm, I'm okay with that. So 
it's all worth it right there. And I'm so proud and impressed that he got there. Um, I'm very touched. Aww. I'm so happy. Um, he's learning. I feel like we're both learning and growing so much. And I realized that I thought that we were like these two polar opposite people that came together. And then I realized when we were starting this seminar together, we were both so excited. I was like, oh my God, we're both like self-improvement junkies. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, we can't get enough of the, you know, continuing ed and the seminars and the books and the podcasts. And I'm like, we're always listening to something. He always has something on. He's always trying to Listen, improve. you yelled at me for that the other day. And since then, you'll notice when I was doing the dishes last night and when I was cooking, I purposely didn't have anything on. I didn't notice. And then you know what you said? You're always cooking. I'm like, wait a second. I was always listening to something two days ago. I stopped listening to something. Now I'm always cooking. That's not true either. So we got to change what you're focusing on and what it's meaning. That's a whole, yes. you know what, Seth? Seth's diet is a whole nother topic. We're, we're and, not, that's not a topic. And we're, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. But like the amount of protein going on in this house. <laughs> There's always protein cooking, but we won't go there. Plant we are going protein. to, we, we do love the plant-based protein, but we're going to end yes. with, um, tell them Seth is going to do a much better job than I just did. He's so oh. much more thorough than me and he listened more than I did. I did listen more than So me. tell them where, how they can sign up. Maybe we could put a link. Yes. So I lead a monthly mastermind that is either business or marketing related this month, it's personal development because I'm going to be teaching highlights from the Tony Robbins seminar most of the time, most of the whole time. It's two to three hours of content for whiny Palooza fans that you can attend for free. Um, it's not going to be a business seminar. It's going to be personal development. There is no sales pitch. Um, it's pure content. And we will put a link where you can register for free below this video. In and the I comments. think it's Friday, March 26th. It is. It is Friday, March 26th because I need enough time to write to summarize 60 hours of content in two to three hours. It takes more time to write the two to three hours than to write a longer one. Well, and I am super excited because I missed so much of the seminar. Because you so, had to take care of kids. <laughs> so, I, so I cannot wait to attend this mastermind and hear what you have to say. Well, thank you, no pressure. Um, Lily, we need you. Perfect timing. So I wanna tell you that we have a couple of things going on before Lily closes us out. Every Wednesday, so next Wednesday, this vlog will go live as a podcast in case you would rather listen to a podcast. Some people are podcast people. Some people are Facebook people. So you just never know where people are. And I realize that people are in different places. And every Friday is a podcast where I get to talk to someone fascinating who is in the mommy world, a successful, usually a successful mother who has lots of fabulous things going on in the parenting and marriage world. And Seth, I think this Friday might be you and I talking about marriage. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We do a new one, how do we learn more? I think that we did, Seth and I did a Valentine's <laughs> special together. We, <laughs> we decided on Valentine's Day to do a podcast together. And we were both so excited to do it. So I think that one goes live this Friday. And Lily. Before I end off, um, I wanted to say that it was really fun. And I wanted to talk. Oh, bingo was fun. Bingo, yes. The school did a great job with Zoom bingo. It was lots of fun. Good job, Mikolas. Good. 
let's not let's not advertise your school. Let's sing us out. Thank you for watching Lonnie Blues on Wednesday with the Green Banana. Cha cha chicken. Thanks. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks for watching, everyone. Have a wonderful week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.